Well, hello, and welcome back to the Culture Series. I'm Founder Mike, and this is Episode 3, titled Connecting Dots. And connecting dots is, is like a super, super broad term and way of looking at this, but that's where everything began. Like, for me, the product itself began just being on a job site and sitting there and looking at, you know, especially how superintendents were being burned from from both sides. You know, on one side, they're doing their job, which is, you know, two, three X what it should be. And then on the other side, you know, they're scheduling walkthroughs and stuff for, for customers. And originally, I just didn't understand, like, why can't you just send them, you know, a text with three recommended times, and then they just pick one and it integrates back into everyone's calendar. And... You know, when I talked to people about that, they looked at me like I was, I was, you know, speaking another language, and I just came to the conclusion that if I wanted this product to exist, that that I had to build it myself. And you know, when, when you're building a product from scratch and by yourself, it just starts from you know, where's the pain, and then you know, how do we start solving that pain? But it's not like an outsider coming in and just being like, okay, super broad. It's it's an understanding of of builders and. You know, not just the builders, but their balance sheets and other things and just, you know, how these pieces engage. Um, you know, connecting dots is is a philosophy from top to bottom on the culture side and the, the app side. Um, you know, on the culture side, connecting dots is like... Yeah, I actually just went to a social media conference, which was really great and learned so much because, you know, with, with social and this kind of stuff, it's not about what it is, because if you just learn what it is, you're going to learn where it was. And it's so important to understand um, where it's headed. You know, how are people engaging now? Like, is it is it stories? Is it is it live? Is it, you know, how do people want to engage? And it's not my job to tell you how I want to engage. It's my job to, you know, kind of shape the approach around how you want to engage. And so, you know, hopefully podcasts are climbing on that list. And again, I was like, thank you. So thank you for taking time out of your day to, to tune into our, our podcast here. Um, you know, I'd say one of the biggest things about connecting dots is just, you know, if people want to be part of the culture, then they're also going to want to refer the culture to others. And you know, how it's referred, it's not just, you know, someone else coming into the culture. It's also people on the culture side who, um, you know, who know somebody who has a house they're about to build and, you know, referring them the uh, the tech side or the, the business product. Because, you know, if it were me and I knew someone who's going into a new home build, I'd certainly recommend them a product so that they could better follow what's happening. And, and how we follow is it's not day-to-day -day stuff because what that's going to do is that's going to pop labor and industries because as builders, it's not your job to manage your subs. Um, typically, as builders, what we do is we contract scopes of works with our subs. So what the product allows builders to do is essentially to start, stop a series of milestones, and then they wait those milestones. So by doing that, it changes the language of going through your home to a percentage. So instead of telling someone, hey, you're at drywall, it's, you know, hey, you're 40% complete with 6% work in progress. I don't do budgets and schedules because there's no truth in them. Um, it's just an idea. But what I aim to communicate is, is just, you know, tangible progress. It's exactly where you are right now. I don't care why. I don't care how. Just exactly where it is right now. And then that's what everyone can make decisions on. Um, you know, on on the, the builder side, when we talk about connecting dots, it's, you know, with with an original product, and it's designed to be very kind of elegant and simple and clean, um, you know, I, I don't try and do 
20 things well. I only try and do one thing well. And that one thing that I try and do really well is to communicate the point of progress. And God, that's important in, in the bigger picture because, you know, whether it's internal salespeople, external salespeople, you know, um, scheduling people, subcontractors, outside, you know, capital sources, you know, like people don't care what what's budgeted and scheduled to happen. People care about where it is right now because there's no truth in budgets and schedules. There's just hope. <laughs> you know, that's the truth. Because like, as a builder, you can't control if your plumber was two days over on his last job. But what you can do is have an accurate snapshot of exactly where everything is right now. Uh, if a milestone didn't start, didn't finish, then you know there's no activity. And understanding that activity is so important, especially when, when we enter more of a kind of a, a remote world where, you know, the world's gotten so much smaller and there's just an example here in Seattle a lot of people move up from California and when they pre-buy homes you know how do they know where that home is do they fly up and go walk it and this kind of stuff um, you know even if I can save you just one trip you know that that justifies everything so keeping the, the price point where it is and this and that it's just it makes it really easy you know for people to try and what, what I also want to convey is I want people to try and use the product in different ways, like break it, push it, like test it. Um, maybe you want to use it to follow uh, land development or the entitlement process as opposed to, you know, in, in addition to homes. And, and you can do that. And maybe you want to chop it up into following different stuff in different ways. And whatever you do with the product is okay, <laughs> so long as it's within the eyes of the law, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that last part is true. Please don't use it to manage your coca fields. Um, but yeah, so like, and, and connecting dots is just like asking people, it's starting at this logical basis and allowing people to use the product around what's important to them in their world at that time. Um, what do they want to track? Because builders put in their own milestones that they choose to communicate out from. You know, I, I have two golden rules uh, for the product and builders, which the first one is I never tell a builder how to build a home. And the second is I never do anything to jam up a builder's production schedule. And to me, those are those are the golden rules of, of really what we're doing. Because once you tell someone how to do something, you take away all creativity and flexibility and, and everything. And we don't want to take that from whether it be, you know, builders or, you know, timeshare builders or whoever it may be using the product. You know, we want them to be able to use the product around themselves. Everything in the world today doesn't have to be standardized. Um, you know, you can have a basis that, that is the same, but then how people go outward from there is up to them. You know, I don't have this obsession with everybody gives me the same data and this and that because, yeah, in the first year, like, I'm not even doing anything with data. I'm just collecting it. And then going forward, my, my dream with that data is never to sell it. I think that's so underhanded to go sell people's data. But it's to take that data and to try and figure out how to look at it to make builders better. I mean, maybe it's showing them how long they're spending on certain milestones compared to other people or, you know, helping them evaluate their job sites and what you know, what, what certain tasks are taking longer than it should. Um, you know, really the tool is designed to communicate real time. Um, you know, the value is not in the data the data is just, you know, in my eyes, just kind of educational purposes. And, 
you know, asking, you know, how do I how do I turn that data back into some type of you know consulting aspect that actually helps make our customers better? Because so long as as I, I think we keep this focus on how do we keep making everybody better, how do we keep delivering more value, um, how do we keep conveying you know that data that's being created and that value? Uh, I think that this is this is what what gets important. Because, you know, getting into the connecting dots, when you start to look at the building world, you know, especially with the small builders, like word of mouth is paramount. And it's not about, you know, the biggest marketing budgets. And obviously, you know, some larger builders have larger marketing budgets. But, you know, like if, if you're pushing ads in my feed, do I care about what you're saying? <laughs> no. But if someone I know is having a home built by you and they're having a wonderful experience, you know, would I start with them, you know, and, and this, this easy tool to communicate? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, would I buy a home? I don't know. I gotta go see the home and figure out all this stuff. But if I see someone I know having a great experience with a builder, I, I would absolutely start there. And, and I think, you know, most, most other people would too, because, yeah, I don't know what the stat is. I think I saw it once. Like 80, 85% of purchasing decisions come from one degree referrals. And so those referrals are so important in, in, in how people connect. And, you know, a lot of times as a builder, it's it's like this mentality of I've sold you. Now, how do I get you to go sell me? And as customers today, you know, people have these incredible networks already set up. But, like, there's just a daftness around how to communicate with it. Instead of marketing at it, you know, engage it around positives. You know, there's no there's no crime or punishment in any of this stuff. Like, if you want to use something or you don't want to use something or how you use it or this or that, like, life is learning. And, you know, so long as you're, you're in there engaging and, and playing with stuff, you know, you'll keep finding better ways to use stuff and to benefit yourself. Um, you know, when we start to, to shift more out from the uh, the business side over to the the culture side, you know, connecting dots means to me it's like everything that I can't see. You know, there are going to be people who come and engage and who like the culture and who have you know, their own ideas and their own connections to help make things better. And you know, I just want to tell you, you know, green light. If if you have a way to make this culture better, yeah, go do it. Um, you don't need my permission. You don't need my approval. Just you know, stay within the, the stay within the lines of the field. Is all I ask. Or if you do wish to, you know, do something completely random, just just give me a heads up. That's all I ask. <laughs> but yeah, it's about you know, like like I ask questions like you know, how do you get like groups of people in their hometowns to have a dinner together, and you know, maybe you have a backyard barbecue, and everyone chips in ten bucks, and then. You know, take that hundred bucks and do something positive with it as as the group of you. And you don't need me. You don't need my approval or this or that. But but if but if the culture helps to get those people together and helps to create that setting for people to come and just keep becoming better, you know, that's that's everything. And you know, you look at these how everything connects and like. God, you look at the digital connections and, you know, how to shrink the world, how to shrink the distance on job site information, just how to make everything so fast. And how I built our, our operations is I basically have this digital map <laughs> and straight up, it's it's like 75 different, different variables in it, um, you know, stuff from, you know, CRMs to accounting to, you know, marketing to social listening, like, like you name it and like, you know, we're pretty much on it and the idea there is like today you don't need to invest 
millions of dollars into solutions. Like you can go find people who have already taken millions and tens and hundreds of millions of dollars to create the solutions for you. And then what you end up doing is you end up integrating these things to pieces that they speak speak well with. And then that's kind of how that data moves. And data moving is, is very similar in my eyes to electricity. Um, you can't ever stop it and hold data because it's it's live and what you can do is you can almost build these transfer stations where there's places to read you know take readings and see what it is but you know it, it's always moving it's always changing you know where your feeds are coming from what's happening and you know a lot of it at least early on for me it's it's learning how to read those dashboards and it's learning how to read that data because you know a bigger thing that we're going to get into and i think we hit it up on the next podcast is transparency and you know, the more people know what's happening and the more they can see, uh, the more trust there is. And trust is so important. You know, like I, I sit here, you know, doing these podcasts and trying to build culture. And the reality is, is everything I'm doing here is just just trying to build some trust. Because, you know, if you trust me enough to engage, to go kind of click around the ecosystem, you know, that's that beginning. That's that that's that first connection. That's that first dot. And then as you do more, you know, maybe you end up finding something that speaks to you and you end up sharing it. And, you know, the way we grow and the way this culture grows is through people sharing. Um let me get a sip of coffee here. You know, sharing really is caring. And so as our culture builds out, it's not about me and spending more money on targeting advertisement and finding people in this financial demographic in this area and blah, blah, blah. Like, nah. It's about creating this place people want to engage and putting content there that people want to engage. And (laughs) is that getting a little harder? Yeah, with the corona and like not being able to do a lot of the stuff that I had planned. Like, is it harder to create interesting content when you're, you know, on home self-isolation? Like, yeah. But you know what? Where there's a will, there's a way. And, you know, we just got to be flexible as we go through. Um, it's, it's like when cell phones change from, from fiber optic cable being buried to satellites where people could move so fast. And, like, you look at some of these countries that were behind on the, the fiber optic kind of infrastructure, but how fast they caught up with cell phones, you know, getting away from landlines and where everyone can have one and such. And that's, that's in essence, kind of what we're trying to do. It's getting away from that traditional infrastructure to one where just people can move so fast. You know, we believe in the mobile. We believe that the mobile is the answer. Um, you know, reaching people in the palm of their hand, whether it's, you know, tracking your new home, whether it's engaging a home that you're with, whether it's engaging the culture, whether it's watching video, whether it's tuning into live, whether it's on your IG, on your on your FB, on your, you know, it doesn't matter where. But that's, that's, that's how it works. Like, even here in this podcast, like, if people genuinely like it, you know, I, I think it'll be shared. Um, do I know what the heck happens? <laughs> no. I mean, I've, I've listened to like a couple podcasts in my life and I'm sitting here recording, you know, multiple series of it, but Hey, you know, dice don't know what they were last roll. So go ahead and roll. And then, you know, we're just going to come through and it's going to be what it's going to be. And people are going to engage how, how they see fit. And, you know, I'm, I'm not here to tell you what to do, you know, I'm here to encourage you that if you like it, you know, kind of how to help us grow. Because how we grow is how those dots connect. And, you know, in the beginning, dots will connect different than they will later on. You know, when we're in our infancy, and we're getting going and growing, you know, like you go check out our our online stats and you know there's not going to be much to them because it's a zero you know the product's not even being sold till june um 
I'll start reporting on the transparency, though, you know, from from day one. And and to me, day one is, uh, you know, it's April. And that's because that's, you know, when we get delivery of the product. But also the end of our fiscal year is 331. So it gives me an opportunity to create these new kind of annual habits, um, you know, reporting, trying to implement the culture. Because if I sit here and I ask everyone to be transparent, I don't think that's enough. You know, I, I think that I need to be an example of what corporate transparency can be and the example of what that can be is you know there's so many possibilities like honestly like i have nothing to hide like there is nothing to hide um you know i i, I can't take it through all the expenses because there's some ndas on stuff but you know when we start to look at, at revenue and, and how things are growing and how people are engaging and how we're giving like well why wouldn't i want you guys to know because you're everything we do that results in success we didn't do on our own you know we are a product of this interconnected network and that network is both digital it's human it's it's everything you know i mean not everyone's going to love our product you know there's going to be some builders who are like hey i don't want to use it but my customers asking me to and if i don't use it i'm going to lose the sale you know are they going to love me? Maybe not at first, but once they start using the product, you know, saving a few dollars and saving some time and, you know, trying to find their way to some new revenue, I think I think that opinion will change. But in the beginning, you know, whenever you ask people to change their behavior and kind of break that tradition, um, there's always going to be pushback. And, yeah, pushback's nothing to fear. It's just what it is. Like, if you're coming to disrupt... People don't line up begging, ask to be disrupted. Like, I know um, at PCBC, which is where we were looking at launching in June, but I don't, I don't know anymore. Um, you know, they have this big meeting beforehand with the leading 100 builders of America. And a couple of years ago, I remember somebody sent me something, or I got a quote out of that. There was some, some builder, some big old company, and they were talking about how, hey, like, we are going to be disrupted, and it's not going to be by somebody in this room. And, oh, I remember when I read that quote, just being like, that is, you know, you are speaking to me right there, friend. And I couldn't tell you the name, couldn't tell you anything, but, you know, it won't be this year that that leading 100 builders is, is chatting on us. But I'm, I'm quite certain the year after that uh, we'll, be, we'll be on the tip of, of people's tongue as they, you know, figure out what to do. You know, do they create their own competitor? You know, do they create their own transparency? This is like... If a builder wants to create their their own product to compete with mine, I mean, it's kind of like the investment banks where they were doing the retail and the wholesale. And, you know, what they were doing is, you know, they were issuing shares, of, uh, you know, taking companies public, but then they were also trading those shares. So they were manipulating markets. You know, they got in obviously big trouble. And, you know, there's an old saying like Chinese firewall, which really doesn't work for iBanks. Um, yeah, rules can't contain greed. I mean, that's one of the challenges of rules in America. It's like when greed overwhelms, you know, ethics, uh, it kind of turns into the, you know, come fucking catch me kind of mentality. And, uh, you know, that's not that's not where we are. Um, you know, ours is about this interconnected network and, and building it together. And, you know, our customers really become our family because, yeah, we go to war for them every day. Every single day we go to war for our customers. And do we go to war for people, for the industry? No. We go to war for our customers. We go to war for the people who believe in us, who kind of like pledge that loyalty through that check. And they say, you know, hey, founder Mike, build marker, get after it. We're going to use your product. We're going to do this good stuff. And then, you know, we just keep working because the more value we can help to provide, 
you know, the more those dots connect. Because even with builders, you know, when you really understand the industry and you look at how it connects, like just take homemade as an example. You know, if, if you look at homemade and you break down their 19 local boards, there are 19 boards consisting of leading local builders in those communities. But it's not just that they're leading local builders. They're, they're the leading humans of those builders. You know, people who don't care about helping, they're not going to show up on the registry for charities and things like that. Um, they just won't. It's, it's the people who care. And all those people who care, you know, we just want you to know, like, like, we care. We care about you, and we care about what you're doing. We care about, about the fights you're fighting. And, you know, there's other groups in building, too. There's these groups called, like, Builder 20s, where, or 2020s, or whatever they call them, where it's basically 20 different builders from different parts of the country kind of get together and talk about what they're using, what works well, what doesn't. Um, so word of mouth within the builders works differently than word of mouth within consumers, because consumers are crazy fast. Um, you know, if, if you're having a home built, you know, you're online these days researching so much of that home. And I'll be honest, builders don't know how to compete with that quite yet because they've just never had to in the past. And if they don't have to change, they won't. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's just that industry or others too, but, but that's where it is. Um, you know, get, getting more over on the, on the founder side and um, kind of blue bear, gold bear. You know, I think that when we do engage the charities and, um, you know, we engage them in a way that makes, you know, we do it because we want to. Don't kid yourself. We don't do it because we have to. We do it because we choose to. But as we start to create this tangible progress, I, I, I just think it'll connect more people, more people, more people. Like the power of a campaign for people to donate trees, or, you know, to put trees back for trees they consumed in their housing is powerful concept and you know do people want to be those people who live in the home and didn't you know kind of give back around that home yeah some will but other people will take a different stance and they'll they'll be happy to go kind of you know do their part and put those trees back and you know not even that but get a great social post out of it talking about their home and <laughs> I encourage people to name their homes and <laughs> donate on behalf of it uh, I just think people should have fun with, with life and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, it's not a punishment. None of this stuff's a punishment. You know, building a new home is a privilege. That's that's the American dream, you know? Own the dirt underneath you, you know, four walls on your roof. Like, that's what it is. But, yeah, that dream's becoming, you know, more and more unattainable for, for, for people. And is that the answer? Like, boy, I, I don't think so. And I just kind of look at it and, you know, it, our main cause, our, our keystone is is really, it's just, um, trying to create you know, more affordable housing. And affordable housing is a word that's just been bastardized throughout the years because people think affordable housing means housing for everybody, but it's not. You know, it's it's making the mid-market and the upper market and the lower market. It's, it's treating all markets separately um, because there is no silver bullet where people are going to go through and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, you know, everything's fixed and we shaved all this, you know, no. But we can help you keep costs down as you're constructing. Uh, maybe we can help connect you through existing clients, through their networks, and you know the the transparency and the communication is providing now to connect you to you know future buyers. Maybe even future buyers who don't have an agent. You know now the product really starts paying for itself. But um, but no, so the, I keep I keep drifting over the builder side. Um, but no, like as people like. 
it, it's it's harder on the consumer side to understand how the dots connect than on the um, business side. And the reason for that is just because everybody's different. And you don't know who knows who. You don't know what industry people come from. You don't know. What, I mean, you might have a city council member saying, like, oh, my gosh, like, what if every home built in our district used this product and the city knows where every single active construction build is? Could be. <laughs> you know, I don't think we're going to lead with that. But, yeah, I certainly believe that, you know, if cities had a better idea of what's happening, then, you know, they could help with their inspectors. They could help with timing. And, you know, when you look at builders, like, time is money. And, you know, if we can help get a home done a couple of days faster, you know, it's really easy to pay for that product. But, but, but on the people side, it's like... Do we know what we're going to get? No. Like, we're just going to go and be be cool with everybody. And if people want to help and they want to help connect us out to people who are looking, you know, whether it be to use the product or build a home or just talking to friends or, you know, figuring out a backyard party or, you know, donate some money to the Sun Bears through buying a shirt, like, you know, we want you to connect because the connections don't stop. The dots never stop. Like... As soon as you buy a T-shirt, you walk down the street with it, you know, someone's going to ask you, be like, hey, where'd you get that T-shirt? And you're going to, you know, tell the story around the T-shirt. And that's kind of the idea of like, what makes those T-shirts so cool is, yeah, it's a, a bear on a shirt and the money gets donated to help the sun bears and, you know, found, found a bear eats lots of honey. Um, but for you, it's what does it do for you? Does it make you feel better about who you are to have engaged this way instead of your money going to some brand and, you know, putting it in their pocket and giving it back to their shareholders or whatever? Like, do you like the idea that it goes towards literally helping rescue and, and rehabilitate sun bears? Um, I do. <laughs> I, I really do. I mean, I think it's awesome. I think, like, how cool is that? Like, the stuff we're doing to help, it's just incredible. And, you know, it's not just helping directly with charities, but, again, it's helping people. Um, I think by creating an environment and an ecosystem where people can come and connect with other people, uh, both like and unlike themselves, um, I think that's a, a wonderful concept of, of, of helping people connect. Because, like, I don't know who you're going to meet. I, I have no idea who you're going to meet through this ecosystem that we're creating. But that's also half the fun. Like, are you coming in to meet people just like you who are from somewhere else? Are you meeting, you know, do you want to meet people who aren't like you, who share, you know, certain beliefs and opinions? Like, do you just want to see people who aren't like you to just ask them questions about what it's like not being like you? Like, I don't know. But, you know, everybody's going to pivot off of that center, off that that culture and that that founder's army and that bear like that's the pivot that everyone's working from kind of bear to bear these pivots um and then the social content that it creates out and you know how it connects and how it runs because you know at some point we're going to be connecting people but like if we do well those people are going to then connect their corporations and their giving programs and like you know, hey, maybe a corporation builds a new headquarters and they're like yeah we want to we want to plant some trees back um that, that would be incredible. Um, do we get a pat on the back or anything for that? No. We just go on with our life and, you know, that, that, that particular person or company, you know, donates some trees and they feel good about themselves. Um, we don't need to be the record keeper of every good deed that happens connected to the culture and the ecosystem. You know, the ecosystem is for you. It's for you to make it into what you want. Um, by setting it up as a series of decisions where it's, you're like, I like this, yes. I don't like this, no. Um, 
it allows you to kind of come in and buy into it. And I think as opposed to trying to like force people in, um, you know, by asking people to come in and inviting them in as they step in, um, they come in in a different way. And when people come into a place and they really want to be there and they want to be a part of that culture good and they want to be a part of that change and that disruption, uh, you know, I don't think there's a limit as to what, what people can do. And especially when they start linking up with other people and like, I call them splitters. Like you talk to one person and that person talks to like 10 or 100 or something like and, and like my dream, what I'm trying to do here is trying to communicate with all these different splitters through individuals, through companies, through, you know, customers, like banks, you know, mortgage companies, like we're in the heart of a heck of a lot of deep pocketed worlds. Um, you know, how those worlds choose to connect us out. I mean, that will probably dictate our future. You know, if they see us as this, you know, rambunctious company that's coming to disrupt and they're going to. You know, they're going to turtle formation. <laughs> turtle is, is it's, uh, who did that? That was the, uh, the Romans used to do it when they kind of fall in, put their shields up, and they called it a turtle. Um, <laughs> I'm cool. I read War Strategy. Um, but like, we don't want the industry to turtle on us, you know, because then we're just, then we're coming at them, and then we're, you know, but, but that's not what we want, you know. We're from the inside. Like, I served on national committees for home builders for things and stuff. Like, I am a part of that world. Like, you know, the family that I come from has done a lot of service towards industry and things like that. So I do believe in the industry. It's just, yeah, the industry is just a pain in the ass to, to work with, to be honest. You know, and, and so many builders have broken away from industry because the value isn't there anymore. Where in the past, you know, before we had internet and before the world was so small, it, it did have so much value. But now it's all changed. And like, not everybody keeps up with that change. So, you know, some of these people will adjust and adapt with us and some of them won't. And do we care? Yeah, we care some, but, you know, is, is it going to adjust our behavior? Well, yes, it will adjust our behavior because, you know, if a local area is in tune with us on connecting it through us, um, that's a very different approach than if somebody says, we don't want you. Because as soon as somebody says, we don't want you to me, yo, declaration of war. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, then you're hiring influencers in their communities to you know, spread the product and encourage realtors to ask their builders for it. And like, yeah, there's all sorts of stuff we can do. Like the world is an amazing place. If you can see, um, especially when you're looking at all this tech stuff and all these new solutions and ways, but you know, the, the connections are, they're there to be used as positives. Um, you know, invite people in, get people to be a part of your journey and, you know, get them on the same same vibe and same rhythm and same, you know, same excitement. Because what we're trying to do, you know, my goals personally is like, I look at it as like, I'm in this for seven years. And then after seven years in market, you know, we're going to bring someone else in, either sell or, um, you know, bring someone else to take over running the day to day or, or whatever it may be. But when I look at everything, what I'm trying to shape, it's all around that. That's my longer term is that seven. Um, my shorter term is that one. Because, you know, if that one doesn't get done properly and that trajectory isn't there, uh, this is a very different company than a you know a high tech high octane startup because right now the idea is just to push it just drive it like it's fucking stolen and 
you know, just get after it and go so fast in so many ways where people have no idea what to do. I mean, that's kind of what we're doing. I mean, I want my product to break. I'm trying to break my own product. Like, I want to see if I can get so many people using it that, you know, literally it breaks. Because, like, I call that a rich man's problem, you know? Like, oh, so many people like my product. Like, oh, I got to invest in it. Like, yeah, it's great. Also because you're investing revenue on revenue, you know? It's it's people that pay um, into the product, you know? Enough people are using it, and then you got money to help reinvest and, and kind of keep it running. You know, on the, on, the, on the other side, on the social side, like, it's just, it's using that social network, you know? It's putting it together and understanding how to be in tune and you know they always call it like call to action when you ask people to do something on your behalf and you know we are going to have call to actions like like right now in the podcast the call to action is just you know keep listening keep engaging go click around our world i mean it's not the hardest call to action but but it is ours right now and you know we want you to roll from the third episode to the fourth to the fifth you know and so on you know we want you to come into our world we want you to hear these words that i'm saying because you know, then you can make a better decision on, on how you go forward. And and maybe you don't want to engage the culture at all, but maybe you hear something here that resonates with you. And you can take it back into your world or your culture, your anything. And and th- that's a gift, you know? Like, I feel like, like when I go into an art museum or something and walk around, like, my whole goal is to find one piece, one piece that talks to me that I remember. Because, like, when you walk to an art museum or something, you know, you don't remember all of them. But there's that one piece, or you go to a ball game and it's that one play you remember that oh, it just like spoke to you. And so that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to create those those instances and that content and the, a product and and everything that that really speaks to people, because. If we can speak to you, you know, you will go and connect dots. You will connect connect the dots for us. Um, another thing that's really important to understand about the connecting dots is, you know, I'm offering a monster referral program, you know, bigger than anything you've ever seen in industry because, you know, I think it's cool. Um, you know, I think we're an industry where when people help, they should be compensated, you know, and, and our industry knows that better than others when you look at like realtors and mortgage brokers and, you know, everyone who contributes gets a piece. So if people can help connect me to people who use the product, um, you know, we're offering in the first year, uh, you know, 10% referral on all top line of that that direct uh, referral that comes in. So 10% for three years from the time of purchase. And that referral program is, is being offered um, in, in our first fiscal year. And then after that, I'll, I'll shut it off. Um, but in that first year, you know, we, we really want people to, to refer us out. And, you know, that, that's a big referral because, you know, if someone's doing one home, that's one thing. But if they're doing, you know, 10, 50, 100, you know, th- those numbers start to move. And, you know, I'm happy to pay revenue on revenue always if it helps to connect and grow. And, you know, getting back more on the on the consumer side is just like, do I know where everything's going to go? No. But I'm going into it with the flexibility to keep my eyes open and as things change, to be aware and keep shaping around that change and those positives. Because, you know, that is the, the goal at the end of the day is simply to make everybody better who engages. And we can. And that's something that's very, very special about us. So... On that note, I'm going to kind of wrap up uh, episode three here, Connecting Dots. And again, I hope you'll stick with us. I hope you'll click around and better engage the culture. And uh, until next time, just bid you adieu.